This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Welcome to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Visit joy.org.au to find out more about our Joycast. Stand Up Straight on Joy 94.9. Good evening and welcome to Stand Up Straight. I am not Michelle Barber, I am Clayton Wimshurst, and you are listening to Stand Up Straight, as I said, where we aim to provide a vehicle for the Allied supporters to stand up for the GLBTI community to encourage and create greater inclusion, share stories, give advice, create dialogue, or introduce a new way of thinking, and most importantly, facilitate change towards greater acceptance of our rainbow family in all its shapes and sizes. Big thank you to Chris, Cam, Adam, and Tristan tonight, as a bit of a revolving door in there tonight, and also to Milan for the news. And tonight on Stand Up Straight, we are looking at the language of identity, which is things that we use to describe ourselves, the words that we use to describe ourselves, and sometimes the language that other people use to describe us as well. We might go into some of the more negative side if we get time. And what do we prefer? And so I am joined tonight by the lovely Megzi and Michelle from Transpositions. Good evening, ladies. Hello. Hello. (laughs) We've come to join you tonight and have a nice little chat. We're really looking forward to this. Tonight's the other Michelle. The other Michelle. Yeah, I had to find a replacement Michelle. So that's the rule. Stand up straight, you have to have a Michelle. Exactly. Exactly. So what am I, Stephanie? Uh, You you can be Stephanie if you like. You've got the right hair colour. I do. I do. Uh I do. So, um, and I I invited you two in because... I was thinking that you probably have had a lot of time to think about your identity. Well, not a lot of time, but you've probably spent quite a bit of time on it. Oh, my God. I had like 40 years to think about it. I, I was going to say, we're the perfect people to hijack your show for this topic. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So is this really going to be an episode of Transpositions yeah. or is it going to be Stand Up Straight? Well, it can be Trans Straight Positions. I don't know. We'll, hey, let's we'll go with that. that sounds mad. So, sounds like the, the joy version of Kama Sutra. Well, we'll come up with something by the end of the show. <laughs> Straight trans? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm going to start by asking, uh, and I'm going to go with Michelle first, and she's right in front of me. Sure, John. What language do you use, you use to describe yourself? It's funny because you gave me that list, and all of a sudden I started putting together exactly what it was, <laughs> and it sounds so crazy. So 
the way I put it together was I am a single demi pansexual trans woman. <laughs> Megan, Megan said that right when she. So I'm trying. To, I'm looking at you, Michelle, and I'm going. I'm trying to figure this out. Okay, so let me break it down for you on the list here. Oh, okay. So obviously I'm single. Um, I found demisexual, which was quite interesting. I don't know if this is really a sexuality, but an individual who does not experience sexual attraction unless they have formed a strong emotional connection with another individual, often without, often within a romantic relationship. So I feel I need a romantic, you know, an emotional connection with someone. And so let's go down to Pan. There it is. Pan, a person who experiences sexual, romantic, physical, and or spiritual attraction for members of all gender identities expressions. So I don't find necessarily a gender or a type of person, but just a connection I have with, the, with another person. Mm, that's mm. interesting. Interesting. Megan, your Megan. turn. So uh, this is a thing. Uh, for a long time, I sort of presented my as a man. Sort of, I don't know how, but I did. As, but it's just like, I've, when I was actually transitioning, I sort of referred to myself as being a trans woman. And I think now I've actually just gotten to that stage where I basically just dropped the trans altogether. And I basically just consider myself as a woman, really. Mm. As for my sexual orientation and what I'm attracted to, at the moment, that is so goddamn fluid, it's not funny. Because it's like, I am... <laughs> Depends on how the wind's blowing. Shut up, Michelle. <laughs> I, look, I am uh, I'm romant- romantically attracted to women, uh, physically, uh, and also sexually attracted to women. I think amazing. But, you know, at the strangest time as well, it's just like also there's that sort of that thud going in my head as well, like men, 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 men. It's just like sometimes I look at some men and I go, oh, my God, I totally get it. I totally get what where straight women are coming from and where gay men are coming from because sometimes some men are just like... Yeah, totally get it. It's mad. <laughs> but this is the thing. Like, I'm starting to figure it out. So you know what? I'm just going to go with queer. I'm you're, just a queer you're woman. You're trans I'm no. a trans. <laughs> well, no, I can't say trans because, as I said, I look at some guys and go, oh, yeah, oh, I'm totally there. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what yeah. about you, Clayton? Uh, um, I, I've recently added in the cisgendered. I didn't use that for a long time, but okay. I, um, but I'd only use that in discussions where it's an important to clarify when I'm because if I'm talking about trans issues and stuff, I just include yeah yeah yeah. I was going to say I'd do it as, as a clarification point as well because yeah. if I need to qualify as to my past, yeah, I'm trans woman, but I don't feel I need to specify the trans part. I, I'm just mm. a woman, just. Yeah. I you, oh, sorry. Yep. Yeah. I use gay um, a lot um, actually, and. To be honest, I don't actually necessarily like it. It's just it's the easiest thing that people understand. But I love the way you put it earlier because you actually said it yeah. the same way I do. Yeah. But the one I use most now, and it's only new, is same gender attracted rather than same sex attracted because the sex that someone's born into doesn't bother me in terms of attraction. It's the masculinity and definitely uh, trans men definitely fall in within my sexual attraction yeah look for me some trans men as well sort of really rock for me i look at like someone like aiden dowling and i'm like oh my god oh my god oh my god oh my god (laughs) totally there but you know aiden dowling in terms of sexuality um obviously what he was assigned at birth was female so his bits obviously different to a regular Mm. any other guy so i don't know i think probably i use that trans as as a qualifiers yeah personally so so yeah, I just think uh, the gender is the more important part for me. I do too, because yeah. like it, uh, I because I was used it before, and I said, well, how would I describe 
say if I was d- dating a trans woman like so that was it it was like that same gender attracted and mm-hmm. I'm like ah oh, never and then you said it I'm like wow I'm not the only one nice <laughs> yeah. yeah well I dated a trans woman for a while as well and it was just like yeah yeah it's mm-hmm. just like it was same sex same gender and yeah. Yeah, that was like a gay so, <laughs> you know I, I basically clarify classify myself just for simplicity as also just being a lesbian it's just easier saying lesbian it's, it's like mm. trying to for some people to explain what queer is or being sort of sometimes sort of kind of attracted to men and the whole fluidity it's it's difficult to explain and it, we can fall back on those terms because we know people are going to understand them and mm. that just makes our life easier well i <laughs> i do i do use the term trans woman mm-hmm. um i do like leaving the trans bit in front of it i mean i will say yeah, look i'm a woman but i do like saying when i introduce myself and someone wants to know i say yes i am a trans woman I think the trans thing shows a bit of like my courage and where I've come from. It's like I'm almost a badge of honor to me. Um, but usually I find that's a common question people ask. So do you go by woman or do you say trans woman or how do you describe yourself? And that's usually what I rely on. We're going to continue this awesome conversation after a break. If you'd like to play the home version, you can message us in on 0427JOY949 or you can go on air at joy.org.au. You're on Stand Up Straight on Joy 94.9. Don't hold back. 
Hi, my name is Bella, and you're listening to Stand Up Straight with Michelle on Joy 94.9. There was a Michelle. There is a Michelle. There is a Michelle. I actually had, I actually had the, the privilege of actually meeting her last night, Bella. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You are on Stand Up Straight on Joy 94.9. We are talking about the language of identity and the language of my guests, which is Michelle, not our normal Michelle, a new Michelle. <laughs> it's, it's, call her Mish. Mish? Mish. Yes. Well, yes. We don't need to tonight, because we no. when we've got the other one, we get confused. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when I come on, then she starts calling me like Big M and things like yeah, that. Yeah. So. Well, it's <laughs> like, sometimes in our show, when we have a Michelle there, um, another guest called Michelle, it's just like, what do we do? It's yeah, like, I always it's like Mish. confusing. Yeah, we'll just go about Michelle. Michelle 1 and Michelle 2.0, and yeah. It's <laughs> like B1 and B2. Hey, yeah. kids have both their names start with the letter M. We should do like bananas and pajamas. But <laughs> you are M1 a banana and <laughs> I think they're a bit classic. Yeah. The other voice I haven't reintroduced is Megzi, for also from Transpositions. Both of them are. Yeah, that would be me. Yes, and we're talking about language. And we've got this amazing list. Again, if you want to play that home version, you can Google search a comprehensive list of LGBTQ term definitions, and it's on a website called Proud Metrosexual. One of the things I found when I first came out, there was so much terminology and so much to understand within the LGBT community that I was actually, my my own brain was just gone shboing, uh-huh. you know? And when trying to talk to other people about the things that I've gone through and trying to explain the difference between, that there's a difference between sexuality and gender. Absolutely. And then it comes to identity. And and I've, 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 I've had this policy now where I've said to people, look, we have to be patient on our end as well, because when you start calling somebody cisgender, they're going, what are you calling me? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it does sound a little offensive until you learn what it means. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, the, that, so many people get confused between what's gender and what's sexuality. Mm. Have you got a definition either well, of you? I sort of look at it this way. Gender is who you go to bed as, and sexuality is who you go to bed with. Oh, that's nice. That's good. That's yeah. a good way of putting it. Yeah. yeah. So they're very separate things, but it's just hard for people, some people, to comprehend the difference. Because as soon as as soon as I came out, immediately people started asking, saying, "Oh, is 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 he going to start sleeping with women now, or is he going to start sleeping with men now?" And and it's the whole okay, but they're still calling you he, but then they just assume that you're because you're becoming a woman that you're going to want to sleep with men. It's like. No, not necessarily. Yeah, I, I had a similar situ- situation happen with some colleagues at work when I came out. And and they looked at me and said, oh, so, hang on, you were with women before? Yeah, absolutely, yes. And it's just like, well, does that make you bi now? And at, th- at that point in time, I just want to qual- qualify that statement a little bit more. Well, what are you saying? It's just like, at that time, no, absolutely not. I, I, didn't, I wasn't really attracted to men to any great extent then. Uh, whereas now, as I said before, some men, yeah. Mm, mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's it's like you get those kinds of questions. It's like, well, hang on, just sexuality, gender. It's like, oh, complete brain fuzz. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, and that's what it's like for people. that They don't, just don't get the whole sort of thing of gender and, and sex. Well, the hardest thing as well is, is you've got so many people, and I hear stories even recently, where there are husbands with their wives and, and the husbands actually are interested in and playing with men or they want mm. to go and experience and play with, you know, and, and, and experiment and whatever. And there's that fear that bi or gay is going to be so horrible. Oh my God, my husband wants me to put a finger in his 
bum. <laughs> <laughs> I keep them looking at the time going, okay, we're not at nine. That's when we get to MSM, men, sex yeah. with men. Exactly. Yes. And that's the terminology we use to describe the people. When I do my volunteer work with the Victorian AIDS Council, which is on sexual health, the phrase we use is men who have sex with men. Mm. And one thing I've been thinking about lately is the fact that I need to learn more about trans men health because I don't know much about that. So... That's mm. something I'll be looking at, and that's completely aside, but I threw it in anyway. Yeah. Um, what about trans women health as well? Well, because uh, my work is with is with masculinity and, and sex with men and things like that. So I do. I'm a sexual health teacher at school, so I cover female sexuality there, but I don't do that in my volunteer work. I, I know enough to keep myself going. Uh, <laughs> I had to have there's there's boobies. That's yeah, fine. <laughs> I had to um, pull the uh, females aside in, in my classroom today and talk about the uh, that time of the month and the fact that you've got a male teacher. It's a little bit harder for you to talk to them about it, but I'm okay. But if you want to talk to someone else, it's all good. And you know those things. I'm fine with, but some yeah. male teachers are like, yeah, no, uh, uh. <laughs> so, and that's the thing. I would go into the in, into a class, sort of talking about that sort of stuff, and saying, yeah, I got no idea. <laughs> yeah. It's like as a, as a woman, I, I'm very fortunate. I don't have to worry about those things. Yeah, again, it even just comes down to language. Like, how do you even talk about it? How do you express it? How do you? All that stuff, and it's just finding the words. And we're looking at a massive list here. And I'm looking, yeah, at, it's massive. Um, I'm looking at this one here. Speaking of, of, of trans people, yeah, now Michelle, S- I saw this word as well. Scol- scoliosexual. Scoliosexual. Yes, this is scoliosexual, which is an adjective, <laughs> is attracted to genderqueer and transsexual people, and expressions people who don't identify as cisgendered. Well. Okay. Uh, have, is this a phrase you've never so, heard this so one before? Or is it just I've never heard of this. Okay. So basically, uh, the more technical term for a tranny chaser is a scoliosexual. We'll just call them tranny chasers. <laughs> <laughs> um, it doesn't have quite the same uh, curve as a uh, chubby chaser, but you know. No, it doesn't. <laughs> um, okay, okay um, let's see here. Tra- well, third gender is interesting. Uh, a term for person who does not identify with either man or woman, but identifies with another gender. So we guess we haven't got a name for a, a third gender yet, apart from we third don't gender. Really, and but there's the, the and here they're talking about being the you know the salutation of MX instead of MR and MS. Mm. Yeah. So. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Mm. There's a term. There's one that I like. Mm. Lesbian. Go ahead. Lesbian. <laughs> now, a term used to describe women attracted romantically, erotically, and or emotionally to other women. Yes. There's actually another term that I came across for that same thing, which is the gynosexual. Now, so, yeah. Hold on. Let me find that one. <laughs> gynosexual? Yeah, gynosexual. Now, what that is, is when you're attracted to femininity. Okay. Oh. As a slightly opposed, yeah. As opposed to androphilia or androphilic or whatever it is, it's when you're attracted to the masculinity. masculinity. Yeah. 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 So that's when I was talking about the same gender attracted, that possibly is a better term, but I, I haven't learned to use that one yet. I think you might find that it's more of like a technical term because mm-hmm. I, I was like, when I was first transitioning, I was just like, I've sort of put my head down to the books trying to read all the stuff and I saw androphilia and, and gynophilia. I was just like, hang on, what's what? What does that mean? Yeah. Well, and, and the thing is, is folks who identify as well, just straight. Mm-hmm. I don't identify any kind of spectrum on the LGBT rainbow whatsoever. We, you have to have terms that, because if you start saying, oh, well, you identify as a woman, well, that's derogatory towards trans women. Mm-hmm. Or if you say, you know, well, I'm just, I'm just attracted to whatever. There's all these other terms that have come up with. So for people who identify as straight is gender normative or gender straight. And so instead of just saying straight or whatever. I was going to say, all these labels are quite interesting because we could start to talk about this lovely little thing called intersectionality. Okay. 
Go on. Which is an intersectionality is when you there's varying levels of discrimination applied against an individual based upon labels and prefixes and suffixes, suffixes, you know what I mean. So it's like one form of intersectionality could be um, white, male, wealthy, Mm -hmm. or um, coloured or African-American woman. And when you think about that, there's different levels of of discrimination applied against one person compared to a different person. Mm. And... Yeah, we've got to be careful about labels because, unfortunately, yeah, they can be misapplied. Absolutely. I f- see labels as being a good thing if you give them to yourself. It tends to be the labels that other people give us that tend mm. to be harmful. Well, so, a so lot of this language could be used, say, in your class, like about sexuality, mm-hmm. and all of these terms are used to go and describe so many different things. And so it, it makes it all... You know, talking in person on your own with friends and, and stuff, it's one thing, but talking on here is, is, is another, like in a situation yeah it happens uh, yeah absolutely so we're going to head into another break um you are listening to stand up straight if you want to join in 0427 join 949 on air at joy.org.au in 35 geelong road brooklyn
ally. Talk it out. Educate yourself. Stand Up Straight on Joy 94.9. You are on Stand Up Straight on Joy 94.9. I am Clayton Wimshurst and I am talking with this evening with Michelle. Not the normal one. Oh, I shouldn't say it that way. Sorry. <laughs> no, we, we I'm just, not the normal one. <laughs> I was say, we just heard Michelle's voice a second ago. We did. Yeah, um, and did. A different Michelle. Yeah. Different Michelle. And also we have Megzi in the studio. And yeah. they are both the lovely host stars of Transpositions. Oh, I don't know if you call stars. We're just regular people. Oh, no, that's not what I see when you walk down the street. <laughs> well, we're just fab. People fanning you and, you know. So. <laughs> I'm not like a Roman emperor. No, it, it, is a bit, it is a bit like that now because I've had moments where I've walked down the street and people have stopped me. Oh, my God, Michelle, Michelle. And I'm going, hi. You know, isn't that really funny? I was, when I was at um, Summer Carnival, I had this person come up to me and said, oh, you're Megan. I said, yeah. He said, oh, what, you on Ben TV? Oh, my God, you're so awesome. And he gave me a nice little kiss on the cheek. I thought, oh, that was kind of sweet and creepy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. No, but he was such a Come nice on. guy. I did see your segment on Ben TV, and at least you kept your clothes on, unlike Dina Curie, who decided to take his clothes off for, for Ben TV. <laughs> you know, it's actually really funny. There's lots of people who go into bed and take their clothes off. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. I, You know, I think probably as a trans person, I'm quite private about my body and those kinds of things, because for for trans people, quite often our bodies are something that... that is, is something which is we don't feel entirely comfortable with and it's constantly changing. Yeah, so. and so being naked on television would probably be a bit of a challenge for you, I imagine. Oh, More God, of a challenge. I couldn't do it. It'd be a challenge for me, though. I couldn't be, <laughs> I'm not really comfortable being naked in general. I would give it a go. Okay. Oh, Michelle. Uh, look, I am very self-conscious of my body, speaking of the question that we popped in just Absolutely. now. Absolutely. And I, but, but I have a thing about getting over fears, and so I would actually go and do it. Yeah, I wouldn't. I, wonder if I we wouldn't get, do it. Let's, I wonder if we can get Guacuan involved for you know, his how to look good naked. And, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. He's kind of cute. Yeah. So what about our question? We have had a message in. Uh, how do you stay emotionally strong about yourself and body when joining a gym about identifying to use male, female change rooms? And we don't have a name on that. I'm sorry. So. No, it's fine. Yeah, this is, this is actually a really good question because we did get this message come through while we were playing that track just a moment ago. And... I was thinking about this when I went and joined a gym, which I need to get back into. But when I went and joined a gym, I said, and I was just starting my transition. And I, I said to the guy who was signing up with, I said, look, this is a deal. I'm trans. I'm transitioning to female. And I'm obviously going to need to use your bathrooms. And he, he looked at me and said, yeah, this is no problem. All our, all our bathrooms are individual bathrooms. So they're not like a group, either male or female bathroom. But I had an experience when I was just as I was going full time. Um, and I was on holidays in Canberra of all places. No, I wasn't in Fish Week. Um, but yeah, I was in Canberra and I was actually took my, I had two of my children with me and we went to the, um, went to the swimming pool and I needed to get change out of my swimmers into obviously regular clothes and look I couldn't go into the men's change room so I went and walked into the women's bathrooms and obviously got changed there but I didn't get changed where all the other women were getting changed I went to one of the little shower cubicles which had a door in it I was quite self-conscious and look as as I was saying before as a trans person with a trans body it's something which I find really awkward when you're facing that situation so it's like yeah okay you know that there's that public expectation that and we talk about on our show quite often about uh, bathroom bills and things like that in the united states we're in australia it's a little bit different but 
Yeah, it's just it's one of those things which is so frustrating because you don't know your body and how people are going to react. And, and Michelle, yeah. sorry, uh, Michelle, you're at the gym today. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Look, and I, I've, yeah, I've joined the gym as well. And when I first joined the gym, I was a bit worried about it. And I had to sit down with the manager, and he basically he brought in his assistant manager, and they really wanted to make sure I was my needs were looked after, and that I, and I was worried about making sure I was making everybody else comfortable. And I, what happened was, is I eventually first started using the handicap toilet to because mm-hmm. I thought oh, it'd be easier that way. I'm still in transition. I'll just go there. But it came down to, it just was inconvenient. Mm-hmm. So when they talk about these places, talking about having a single-use toilet or a single-use change room, it actually is very inconvenient, and, and people don't realize this. Because mm-hmm. if you're sitting there waiting for the next person, the person's in there for probably 45 minutes sometimes. Sure, yeah. And so I've actually started using the women's, but I had somebody walk in with me and make sure that I knew everything was, and they, I was escorted in. And look, I use the little change cubicle that they have, and I use my glocker near there, or I get changed into my undies and my bra in the shower after I'm done in the shower. But no one bats an eye. I mean, I I get a bit... Um, <laughs> I'm walking around, there's women with their tops off or completely naked, and I'm just... And I'm like, you know what? No, just keep on moving. Just keep on walking. Do you find that that plays with your own anxiety of being in those situations? Sometimes. Um, I just, you know, but I, I, in my mind, I'm going, you know what? I'm just a woman like any other woman in here. I'm here to do my thing. I'm, and I find that I'm just confident and that's all I need to display is I'm confidence and that I belong here. Not that I'm worried or stressing that, oh my God, they saw me. Oh my God, they'll just look at her boobs and then do the double tech at boobs. You know, it's like, no, nope, I'm here to do my thing. Mm-hmm. You probably best you just don't stand there and stare at boobs in general in, exactly. in most change rooms, exactly. no matter what your uh, gender identity is. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, we've had another message in, and this one's all the way from the Netherlands. It's very wow. exciting. Uh, just listening to your program, Stand Up Straight. Wanted to let you know that in the Netherlands, from where I'm listening, people who are neither male or female refer to themselves here as gender neutral. We had a whole program on TV about this just last year. The year, the, to- uh, the, the topic is he is a she. And oh. there's no name on it again. But thank- oh, no, sorry. Hold on, hold on, at the top, Graham. Gonna scroll down. Scroll down, sweetheart. <laughs> they gave us a link to look at. Well, that'd be good for us to have a look oh, at ourselves. And if it's great, we'll share it too. Yeah. So um, Graham sent that. And well, Graham, uh, Donkeyvel for sending that through. Hello to the Netherlands. Absolutely. Hello, Netherlands. How are you? <laughs> Uh, I think oh, no, I only have to say day. It was probably his day. Dark. Dark. I never went to Scram. But um, that's, yeah, that's really cool that, that more and more places are starting to identify the non binary or gender neutral. Yeah, as absolutely. Well. Our final message is from Michelle, who is asking Does language change over time? Or does um, the language we use change over Michelle. time? You know, the, another oh, this Michelle. Is our, this is our Michelle. Oh, this oh, is our Michelle. Michelle. Oh, hello, Michelle. How are you? <laughs> you know what? Language does change over time. Absolutely. There's some language which doesn't, but, you know, it's just like, you know, oh, here we go. Here's a good one. Confirmed Bachelor. Oh, yes. That's a... Yeah. Because yeah. quite often I've watched old films and they talk about a confirmed Bachelor. What the hell you mean that he's a confirmed Bachelor? What, what is that? It's just like, oh, yeah, he's always never going to marry a woman. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, never going to get married. Well, one thing we always seem to kind of, even us in this space, we tend to always go back and talk about sexuality. Mm-hmm. I noticed within this conversation that I'm paying attention to. But getting back into when you're talking about language changing over time, and here we're talking to Graham about the gender neutral. Well, this is an identity, not a sexuality. Now, Very true. myself, I have found my language has changed as well, even though I identify as a woman. And when I came out, I identified as a woman completely as well, even though I use trans woman. But I have found that I've, I have personally become more gender fluid. 
Absolutely. So that means that I have days where, you know what, I don't want to put a bra on. And a lot of women have this as well, mm-hmm. but I'll put on a ball cap and I'll have a boy day where I just don't shave and I just have a frumpy day, but it's a, more of a boy day than it is really anything. Well, oh. I was going to say for trans people, there is a word which has sort of changed its meaning over time, and that's a T word called tranny. And at one stage, it was just like a. a I'm taking it con- back. I know, but it's like it used to be a colloquial kind of word where yeah. it's just like people just used it, whereas now it's actually quite an offensive word to use, or we see it as an offensive word to use for a trans person because it's almost the equivalent of the N word. Yeah, you know so. what? No, that word was invented in Australia. It's Australian. I'll, I I I use it. I'm I'm taking it back. Can you do this in Australian accent? <laughs> what was that? Do, do, do you have an Australian accent? She, yeah. she does it sometimes. That's <laughs> so funny. It usually involves swearing. Well, we might let you. Oh, we might let you practice that. We got a message again. Sorry. But we did get a response from our first message. Oh, fabulous! Who said thanks so much for answering on the gym situation? I'm crying with relief. I'm off to the gym. Yeah, don't stress about it. When it comes to anything around your gender identity and the gym in those spaces, just you know what? Have the confidence that you belong there because you do, and 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 be. Mindful mindful of everyone around you, but that's perfectly fine. Just there are legal protections in Australia which uh, come under the Sex Discrimination Act, which is a, a federal act which goes across all states and territories within Australia, which protects people based upon their gender identity in terms of using a bathroom or change room facilities which align with their, with their, with their affirmed gender. And what's probably a good thing to do is also... If you have been diagnosed with gender dysphoria, whatever it is, you've got a letter from your doctor. If is there an issue, there's a letter... Sorry, this is the bathroom I use. Well, that's definitely fantastic. And it's amazing how forward Australia can be in some things and then not forward in other things. Mm. So mm. it's the sort of country that's just like that. <laughs> All right, well, you are listening to Stand Up Straight on Joy 94.9. If you want to message in, there is still time, 0427-JOY-949 and on air at joy.org.au. Hello. 
You're listening to Michelle on Stand Up Straight on Joy 94.9. She's my mum. <laughs> Is that your son? No. Because no. <laughs> you don't have a son, do you? <laughs> Not that we know of. No. <laughs> uh, no, that is the lovely Michelle son who is currently overseas at the moment for a year, I believe. So, oh, yeah. lucky devil. Where's I he gone to? I'm going to say Italy, but I'm not sure. <gasps> oh, I should listen spaghetti better. Spaghetti Ferrari. Yeah, yeah. I knew he was <laughs> See, I don't even tell you I can speak. I don't, yeah, I don't remember where he was going. No, I don't either. Uh. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, we'll move on. Um, you are listening to Stand Up Straight. I have Michelle and Megzi in the room with me. And they are lovely. You can't see them, but I'm telling you they are lovely. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say that song you just played before. Yes. I'm just so in love with that. Okay, that is a band called Postmodern Jukebox, which I discovered on Breakfast. um, And Lenny did an interview with them. Uh, it's they do modern songs in very retro styles, and I cannot get enough. My phone's filled with them, and I went to see them in concert, and they are one of the best concerts I've ever seen. Oh, wow. They don't have the same singer all the time. They change. They've got heaps, and they just constantly um, come up with new styles. And actually, their version of Take Me to Church is amazing. I oh. think I've heard that. Yeah. yeah. And they've Can got a female voice, which I think works so much better for the song. They've got another one who does like a, really, uh, a guy who does like a sad clown or something like that. Yes, Puddles Pity, Pity Party. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the clown's name is Puddles Pity Party. Yeah. That's and hilarious. That these guys are just mad. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. God's Google Postmodern and uh, um, on YouTube. Check it out. Hayley oh. Reinhardt, was, who was the voice on that particular song, her and Puddles do a song together, um, Mad World, which they do so well together. Oh, that sounds good. And definitely check out the film clip, which is not a film clip, but live well, recording. I, I was, was going to say, I'm going to have to look at some of these because tomorrow night on uh, Yes We Are, on uh, obviously here, Joy 94.9 at yeah. 7 o'clock, I'm back on um, again here in the great, studios. Great, great plug in things. I know. <laughs> but yeah, I'm in actually with Lisa and we're doing, we're looking at covers. Um, which covers, which are be better than the original. I'm going to have to go through these guys and yeah. see. They've got some amazing stuff. I'm going to have to let's, see what they're... You could do a whole show. We should actually talk about what we're supposed to be talking about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah let's go yeah, back yeah. to that. Um, <laughs> yes. So um, I found on the list and 1942 American Thoris of Slang, Nine, which... Sorry. 1942. Yes. 1942. So that's, um, it's older than everybody in this room that's, by a lot. That's pre, that's <laughs> so. pre, do you know Dorothy days? Yes. Yeah. Well, it, I think Dorothy was 1939. Oh, was but, she? Oh. So, but the language, that language didn't evolve till much later to say friends of Dorothy and mm. things like that. So you know I could Dor- be wrong on the year. Though. Do you know Dorothy? I, I've met her. Mm. Um, yes. No. So have I. Oh, Julia Garland. That's another story. <laughs> another show. Uh, and Liza Minnelli. Yeah. It's just, can go forever. Okay. Uh, a homosexual dance is identified as a pansy ball. So, oh, okay. I think we should bring back. Actually, I think we should. <laughs> I think we should actually. You know, if um, Tanil from uh, Midsummer is listening, I think we should rename tea dance to pansy, pansy ball. ball. Mm. I think we uh, so, actually, the category is called prostitution and perversion. So, uh, <laughs> sorry. Well, okay. Um, the. Uh, other things that I liked were uh, Homie, which I apparently Adam Samuel said earlier that was one he does actually use, but I haven't heard that one before. No, I haven't heard it either. Um, vert, which I'm assuming is short for pervert. Oh, yeah, that's I've heard the yeah. term vert before. Yeah. Well, I think it's something in French, which is green. When I yeah, get exactly. Vert. Yeah. Um, Queer's one that was actually still around in 1942, so that's well, good. That's we, we claimed that one back. Yeah. We, we snatched it back. I'm very queer. Um, Molly. So I'm wondering if Molly got that name from there. Cause Molly Meltrum. Yes. But Possibly. Molly was a... I don't think oh. he was... A, oh, he would have been around 1942, I think, actually. Is he that old? <laughs> so, he doesn't look yeah. that old. He... Uh, no. he And he's getting better, which is also very good. Uh, Bronco, 
Br- Brunza? Brunza? Chicken? Chicken? Really? Eye doctor? Eye <laughs> doctor. Oh, oh, no! <laughs> Which oh, I didn't uh, yeah. do I, I'm not going to go not into details. It's not It's sticky. Yeah. <laughs> uh, bird taker? <laughs> It's really, um, okay. There's still others like pansy and stuff that we... Um, but isn't it funny, though, that certain terms... Because the, the term gay wasn't in there, was it? No. No, but how gay was happy then, but gay is now... Like, these have now become gay, gay and some of the other words that are used now. Exactly. Whereas gay back then just meant happy, and it's just like they're interchangeable. Now, let me give you a big quick here. We were talking, yeah. about, we were talking about Dorothy. Oh, friends of Dorothy, yes. Okay, so the phrase actually dates back to at least World War II. So we're looking at that same time period. Oh, yeah, we are. Just actually, probably just is... after like 1945 or so. Yeah. Yeah, around that time. So close. It wasn't actually listed in there, but... Yeah, it's closer than I thought. Yeah, it is closer than I thought. So, friends of Dorothy. Um, well, this is 1942 was in the middle of the war as well. So mm. it's good that they focused on the important things during the war, like yeah. how to abuse homosexuals. <laughs> exactly. No, um, it, oh, that sounds like the ACL. Yeah, pretty much. Um, let's not talk about the war. Um, <laughs> it is a war. No, it does note there are fewer names were available to lesbians, and things like bull diker, not bull dyke, but bull diker, oh. uh, lesb, lesbi, lesbo, and mason. Mason. Um, the la- like a, I've drunk out of, out of mason jar before, but that wasn't a girl. The the latter referring to a lesbian who took the active role in a relationship. So it's. Yeah, I'm not quite sure what mason means, but I don't either. Well, yeah. Mason jars, is, 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 well, you can have a mason jar or something like that. Yeah. There's also but the ma- there's also the masons, which is another group altogether as well. And the what, Freemasons, you the Freemasons, yes, the Freemasons. So, mm-hmm. are they the free lesbians running uh, around? Perhaps lesbians started the masons. Who knows? <laughs> so, Ooh, that's going to cause some controversy. No, I, I, I'm there. not saying anything. No, like I don't that. think we should. Just, yeah. No. Um, oh, cannibal. Can- this is for, back to gay men. Sorry, but cannibal. Cannibal. <laughs> I okay, feel- no. It's like, do you remember actually when you, when you were young? Did you ever watch any Burt, uh, Burt Reynolds movies in the Cannibal Run? Yeah, yeah, I know of them. I don't think I saw them. Was that, so. Is that the same sort of spelling or? Uh, it is cannibal, as in person who eats another person. Oh, so someone's watching me. It's my pronunciation. Sorry. It's like yeah. Silence of the Lambs. Yes, <laughs> Father Beams. Father Beams. Uh, and a nice Chianti. <laughs> oh, we didn't need that. We'll, go, we'll just go back to the lesbian section. She's yeah? slurped. <laughs> well, well, there was there was an article we saw like come through today. And it was an interesting one. There was the, uh, some data that came off of Facebook that more Australians are coming out as LGBTIQ on Facebook than ever before. Now, can I be difficult and let us go to play our next track, and then we'll talk about that in, in our leaving you part? So just yeah. leave it. Let, let them out there, people, and yeah. come back. We'll talk about when we, we'll talk about it when we come back. Come with me, and we'll be. In a world of pure frocculation. Hello, lovelies, it's Frock Hudson, and you're listening to Stand Up Straight on Joy 94.9. Thank you, Frock Hudson, and yes, you are listening to Stand Up Straight on Joy 94.9. I'm Megsy, and this really, this is actually not my show. <laughs> no. This is really Clayton's <laughs> show, and we've got Michelle here from Trans. I just thought I'd let you have a go. See how you yeah, do. Yeah, thank you. He's giving you a trial. Give me a trial. Can that, I... and I'm working out what to press next. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> we love pressing buttons. So very quickly, Michelle, you wanted to chat about um, the article. Yeah, just to sort of wrap, get near the end, wrapping things up here. Um, so the article was, more Australians are coming out as LGBTIQ on Facebook than 
ever before. Uh, the amount of Australians coming out on Facebook at the end of 2015 has doubled what it was before Mardi Gras 2015. Now, we are actually looking at the graphs that came out of this. I can go ahead and read the article completely, um, which we shared on the Transpositions page, and I think we'll share it on Stand Up Trait, maybe? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. definitely. But you can see where some of the spikes were people actually coming out were. So after Mardi Gras 2015, there was a massive spike with 15... No, 1.5... Anyway, massive spike. Irish referendum in favor of same-sex marriage was massive. And then the U.S. Supreme Court ruling in favor of same-sex marriage also had a massive spike. Yeah. And that was in June 2015. That sounds really mad. Look, I I don't know. Like, I had a quick look at it and had, like, on the X, sorry, on the Y scale, it had, like, percentages increases, but I don't know what they mean in terms of a ratio of something to something else. So... I think it's quite curious, but it's actually really good um, sort of bunch of stats and charts to look at if you're a mm. stats kind of person. Definitely. Well, we're going to have to wrap things up. Thank you so much for both of you for joining me. I've had a great time. Oh, oh so, so have I. <laughs> and we're going to find out what Mason means by next week. I think we should. We even had a, a, a lesbian coming in. See, she didn't know either. So. So we could, well, <laughs> homework, homework for Michelle when <laughs> yeah. she comes back. You know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right, you are listening to Stand Up Straight. You were listening to Stand Up Straight on Joy 94.9. And have a great evening. Thank you so much. I'm not giving you a challenge because I can't find that piece of paper. Good night. Night, guys. Night. Find more Joycasts and show blogs, go to joy.org.au. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.